Hello and welcome back to Mind Tracker. This is Sarah. I'm a Canadian researcher and engineer, and thank you for coming back to this episode. So, first of all, I want to give a shout out to all the people that have newly joined the Mind Tracker community. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. It is so heartwarming when I hear somebody say that, hey, your podcast is great. I listen to it. Great things to share. Thank you for doing the work. It's really nice and it makes me very happy. And it also makes me excited and encourages me to keep putting out the good work. So thank you. I think Sweden have joined the community. <laughs> so we have some listeners from Sweden that have newly joined. The Netherlands are there. A lot of you are from the USA. There are also some people coming from Australia and England, which is really exciting. England has always been there for a long time. But yeah, Australia, that's that's exciting. I, I get really excited when I see a new area on the map being covered or being reached by the Mind Tracker podcast. Well, right now, I have something special to share. And that is that I have my own company now. It is called SOM. Full form is segue of mind, essentially means transition of the mind, which we, you know, which we achieve through meditations. So Psalm is the company that is very close to my heart. And if you ask me what is the vision of Psalm, the vision of Psalm is to make transcendental meditations as common as possible. And to also make the knowledge of consciousness and the power of a human being and the power of human mind as common as possible. And I'm making efforts to do that. So I founded the company in November, so it hasn't been too long. And I am so excited to tell you that I already have some great collaborations happening. So, you know, there is just, it's just really gratifying when you work on something and it starts to pay off like right in front of you. And you're like, whoa, this, this is working. Wow, this, this actually works. But this is also a massive indication for me that people like tools which make them feel empowered. You know, if you're new to my podcast, you're probably going to notice that I talk a lot through science and I like to connect the dots with science, spirituality and philosophy. And I like to really explain things because I believe that we all deserve to really understand the rationale behind power of the mind and the power of transcendental meditations. So having said that, this podcast is also going to be rebranded. So this podcast is right now Mind Tracker, but soon I'm going to be calling it Psalm Talks. So it's going to come under the umbrella of Psalm. And as you know, Mind Tracker was all about the mind as well. And pretty much everything is the same. All I'm really changing about the podcast is the name of the podcast. I will still be talking about the subconscious mind reprogramming. I'll still be talking about beliefs. I still will be talking about human potential. Everything that the podcast promised before is still going to be there. And there is going to be much more. I really want to talk about the power that we all have within us through our consciousness, through being part of this unified field. And emphasis on being part of the unified field which is interactive we are interactive parts of this unified field and so we really have a lot more control than we think we do and so i do want to talk about this i do want to talk about how much control we have through our mind on our lives and one of the best tools to experience this control 
firsthand is transcendental meditations. And for those of you who do not know much about transcendental meditations, first of all, five years ago, I knew nothing about them either. And I started to learn about them, and then I started to grow into believe in them. And then I started to invent methods of transcendental meditation. These meditations are so powerful that in the past, there was a gentleman called Bob Roth. Bob Roth was a transcendental meditation teacher. And he ran several research projects on veterans, on people with PTSD, on people who have chronic illnesses, and they all benefited from transcendental meditations. His transcendental meditation research was so inspiring to me because he had done a lot of groundwork. By the way, he was from the USA. He had done a lot of groundwork, and I appreciate that. And what I am trying to do with Psalm is to do my part in the world and teach people about the power of transcendental meditations and how they can improve their life. You know, this is something which is so powerful and has no side effects. It's almost, it's, it's like having a massive resource in front of you that you never touched. And so, you know, I feel a massive responsibility that now that I have this knowledge through the research that I've done, through the studying that I've done, and oh my gosh, I've studied a lot on this. <laughs> like, I mean a lot. Like 120 books, they go nowhere. Also, being an engineer, I like to have the data in front of me. So I went very thorough and very comprehensive. And that is how these techniques were made. And these techniques, I hope, one day become so common that every other person is able to use them. And all right, so <laughs> this is my vision with Psalm. And also Mind Tracker is going to be called Psalm Talks. I think I've just covered that. Another thing that I wanted to say was that if you have not been following me on Instagram, please do. My handle is official Psalm page. The reason I want you to follow me is that I give a lot of updates on the Instagram page. And I see that a lot of people have not followed me there, I think, because the name is no longer Mind Tracker Podcast. I've, I've kept the handle to be official Psalm page. Now, you know, Psalm was in works and therefore the handle is official Psalm page. You know, last week when I had the strep throat, I felt that I needed to update, but there were a lot of people who listened to the podcast. The podcast has thousands of downloads, but that page has like 100 followers. So, you know, if you haven't yet followed it, please follow me there because that is one way which I effectively update everybody who's listening to the podcast. All right. So, yeah, let's move on to the episode. So today I wanted to talk about transcendental meditations a little bit more and why I think that you need it to be a part of your life. So remember when I said about meditation, how it's an umbrella term? Meditation means several kind of meditations, right? They're meditations where you only close your eyes and you go for deep breaths and you relax yourself. That is also meditation. But there is also meditation when you're sitting and you're actually accessing deeper levels of your mind. That too is a meditation. But because meditation is an umbrella term, I like to specify and say that this is transcendental meditation where you're actually transcending to deeper levels of your mind. So, you know, when Bob Roth, when he was doing research, he 
tried it on veterans, people that have come from war, and they have PTSD. By the way, trigger warning, if anybody has ever experienced PTSD, it is not something for the faint of heart. It takes a while for the human body and for the human brain to get rid of memories that have had a shock on the body or trauma on the body. And these meditations were so effective in helping those veterans that a program started and everybody was being taught transcendental meditations. So the reason why I think it should be a part of your life is that there may be an area of your life that you're not happy with. Or just in general, you may be feeling like you're not on the right path. Or you may be feeling that you're not reaching your highest potential. For the longest time, I felt like I'm not reaching my highest potential. And that is when I started to use these transcendental meditations. And it has definitely benefited me in my life because there was a time when I didn't know which path I wanted to go. I didn't have clarity. I wasn't specific. And now I've launched a company which is specifically focused on consciousness, the power of the mind, and transcendental meditations. And it took me some time to get to my niche. But now that I'm here, I am 100% that this is, this is the purpose. This is why I'm on this planet, as cheesy as it sounds. This is what I feel. I feel like I'm meant to be here and do this work. And I'd just like to go back to the physical impact of transcendental meditation and give you a little bit of information I think you may find useful. So in our body, we have a system called the perineural system. This system is responsible for recovery and repair. It is also affected by the brain waves. So when the brain has certain waves, it goes along and it interacts with the perineural system and makes a continuous current, which then goes to the damaged parts of the body and it starts to repair. So if a patient starts to think positive thoughts, which are geared towards healing, the current that is created in the body through the perineural system is also geared towards healing. But if the patient thinks that there is no hope and they cannot heal, that is the thoughts that are then impacting the brain waves, which then go to the perineural system. And the outcome is that the recovery and repair is either very slow or is not successful. It's almost like the placebo effect, you know, when people take sugar pills and they feel like they have healed and they actually heal. Clinically, they heal, not because of any other reason, but just because while taking those sugar pills, which is nothing but just glucose that's going into their body, they're thinking they're taking actual medicine. This is the power of your mind. Your mind has so much control over your body. It also has so much control over you. You are your mind. If you use your mind wisely, it is your best friend. If you use your mind poorly, it is a foe. So you decide what it is that you want it to be for you. When I first started to meditate, I would tell myself that I want to thank my body for being healthy, fit, and athletic. I also want to thank my body for having an amazing digestive system. I want to thank my body that it's able to digest everything quickly and efficiently and keep me lean and athletic. 
I didn't just say this to myself. I started feeling this. And the reason I emphasize not just saying it, feeling it, is because if I'm just saying something and it has no meaning, then it's not really going to embed in my mind. And my thoughts, I may just be saying it, but my thoughts internally may contradict that belief. However, when I say a belief with intention, that is when the belief is embedded in my mind. And then my mind, which has an impact on the rest of my body, has either a positive or a negative impact. So, so yeah, <laughs> this is how much your body is listening to you. And your body is listening to you through the inner dialogues of your thought. So it is paramount that if you're someone who struggles with, let's say, weight gain and who struggles with being lazy or slow or procrastination or anything, get in touch with the programming of your mind. Ask yourself, what am I thinking? Am I believing that I'm, I am somebody who's going to gain weight without eating? Because if that is what I'm believing, that is what my body is going to start doing. At this moment, I just want to pause and say that if you haven't yet heard the episode Beliefs, you should go ahead and listen to it because it's called Beliefs Define Your Life. That is the episode where I talk about the experiments done by Dr. Alia Crum. She is a Stanford University researcher, and she has done several experiments where people who believed that they were having healthier drinks, their body responded as if they were actually having healthier drinks, even though the drinks that they were having were sugary and full of fat. <laughs> she has done some incredible work. So, so using some of the content of that episode, I can repurpose it here, that your mind, which is made up of your thoughts and your beliefs, is always interacting with your body. And whatever you're thinking about yourself, whatever you're thinking about your body, is going to have an impact on the body. It's either going to heal or and become vital and, you know, flourish, or it's not going to heal, become slow or lethargic, depending on what you are thinking. And I'm not saying that this is the only factor in a person's life. I'm not saying that. There are several factors that can contribute to somebody experiencing something. However, this is an important factor to consider. So yeah, that's the impact of the mind on the body. And so when people practice transcendental meditations and they go into deeper levels of the mind, they're able to then change their beliefs in a way that favors them. And over time, they start believing in their beliefs. You know, when you say something for the first time, let's say that all your life you have had difficulties with digestion and all your life you have watched out for things that you ate you cannot eat too much you may get bloated yada 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 like there are, you know troubles with it it can be difficult to tell yourself i have a perfect digestive system when you actually know that this is not what you experience it takes a little bit of practice to start really believing in what you're saying because when you believe that is when you're going to be sending strong electrical impulses throughout your body which almost has a message of that belief so remember your words are like a command so if you tell your body i'm thankful that my body has an excellent digestive system it is able to digest everything well 
And I don't have to watch what I eat. I can eat whatever I want, and I trust that my body will take care of it. You do it once, you do it twice, you do it thrice, you do it over and over again until you start to really believe in it. And you will notice that your body starts to change. Another thing I wanted to mention over here that sometimes we feel like genetics are in the way. If your genes are a certain way, you know, you can do whatever you want, but the genes are not going to change. But guess what? There is research which shows that your thoughts can change your genes. Your genetic makeup is not going to consistently stay from the time you're born to the time you die because you evolve and develop over time. So the time when I was born in the 90s, we didn't have Instagram. We didn't have internet the way we have right now. But after the 90s in the 2000s, that is when everything kind of blew up. And now we have Instagram. So when I'm going to have babies in the future, they are going to be a little bit more faster with technology than I am. That is not because they're smarter kids. That is simply because my genetics are changing and are picking up things and evolving as I learn things. So if I've learned to tackle the stress that comes from using information online and from accessing internet throughout the day, then my kids are going to be born with some of those skills. And that is why when we see kids today, they are so fast with technology and we're like, oh my God, in our time, we didn't even know how to use a phone. (laughs) But it's actually them having those things in their genes. And yeah, this is how much your thoughts and your habits can impact you to the point that they can impact your genetics. And speaking of this, next episode, I'm going to come and bring in some more research on this genetics part because I know that some people may find this a little bit hard to understand and comprehend. So I'm going to bring some research and we will talk about how thoughts impact our genes. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk to you about before I end the episode is that we all are part of this universal consciousness. There is a physicist called Erwin Schrodinger. Erwin said that all of consciousness is one mind in this world. And we are streams of consciousness from that one mind. And that one mind is the source of all physical manifestation. This physicist made extremely powerful contributions to the world of quantum. And he's very well known. If you ever Google him, Erwin Schrodinger, there's equations named after this physicist. You know somebody's important when they have an equation named after them or a law named after them. And he's the one who kind of, he was a precursor to my research. When I learned what Erwin was saying, and also Erwin made contributions to quantum mechanics, I am a fan of quantum mechanics. I love to study it. It is because of Erwin that I went deep and I wanted to understand what he meant when he said consciousness is one consciousness in this whole world, and we all are streams of it. So what happens in transcendental meditation is that you actually access this universal consciousness. When you start talking to this universal consciousness, the relationship you have is literally ask and receive. 
It's a question and answer correspondence. Everything you want already exists. Everything you want already does. In another plane, in an energetic plane. And when you go into these meditations and you ask for them, all you have to do is use the right techniques where when you ask for them and you ask for them correctly, and then you come out of those meditations believing that whatever you have asked for, whatever that you have visualized, is now happening. One thing that I would like to specify here, I've seen a lot of meditations online and sometimes people use visualization. Visualization is actually really, really powerful. As Albert Einstein said, imagination is the preview of life's coming attractions. So when you visualize, you are intentionally imagining things that you want to experience. So it is definitely powerful. But sometimes people visualize without understanding what they're doing and without as much intention behind it. So if you don't have intention behind visualization or your affirmations, and if you're not putting in energy behind them, then they may not have as much impact. And so it is important that when you're using these transcendental meditations, you become quite intentional with what you want to experience in life. And when you go into the deeper levels of the mind and when you use the mind control techniques, let's say that Psalm provides, the key is to become intentional and to understand that you're actually now interacting with the universal consciousness. And whatever you are going to start imagining and visualizing, you're going to start seeing in your life. There are some rules that go into that. And the first rule is obviously you have to become intentional. And the second rule is that you have to believe that what you have done is actually going to happen. You know, there's so much, so much more material that I can cover into that. And that is why I have decided to do a workshop. So Psalm's first workshop, and I'm inviting you all, <laughs> the link is going to be in the description below. The first workshop of Psalm is going to be held on the 4th of March. It's a Saturday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and that means 1 p.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time. And I would encourage you to come with a friend. The ticket prices are pretty good. They're low, and I purposefully kept it that way. I want to encourage as many people as are out there to come and put this time towards themselves. Understand their mind. Understand the relationship they have with this universal consciousness. Understand that there are interactive components of this massive energetic realm. And understand that the human potential is really uncapped. And so these workshops are going to be filled with all of this knowledge. I'm so excited when I think about it. It's going to be my first workshop with my podcast listeners. And yeah, it's exciting to finally meet you who have, who have been hearing this podcast for a long time. So yeah, quick recap. If you want to sign up for the workshop, please go ahead and take a look at the link below. Sign up and you will be given all the details in the email. And the second is that if you haven't yet subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast as this is going to go through a rebranding and it is soon going to be called Psalm Talks. It's coming under my main business, which is called Psalm. So yeah, this is all that I have for this episode. I hope that you find 
psalm useful, and I hope that it helps you in whichever way you want to be helped. I truly think that this is my way of doing my part in this world, and that is why I am so passionate about it. I think it can really help people and change lives for the better. And that is all, friends. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm going to see you next time. If you like this episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, write to me. You can write to me at hello at officialsalm.com. It's my email. I'm giving it out to you because I do want to listen from my listeners <laughs> what they think, what they feel. Your feedback is very valuable to me. I love interacting with people. So if you have something to say, please go ahead and email me. And the link to the Instagram page, the link to my email, and the link to the meditation, everything is going to be in the show notes below. So this is Sarah signing off, and I'm going to see you next time. <laughs>